1: It's episode 113 of the Garage Guys Fantasy Sports Podcast brought to you by the Garage Guys Fantasy Sports Patreon page. Get over to patreon.com slash garageguys and subscribe to one of the four tiers that we have to offer. DFS rankings coming out weekly, blog posts, different things of that nature. There's, just, there's something, a little something for everybody over on the GGFS Patreon page. Go there today. Make it happen. Big show. Crazy week ten, lots of shit to talk about. First thing we're going to talk about: Drew's back. Drew, welcome, welcome back, welcome back, Drew.
0: Feels good to be back, back in routine. I had to push the podcast back a day, so appreciate you uh, doing me a solid.
1: Yeah, if you if you want to be mad, blame Drew because he's the reason why the show's coming out today. But I actually am not mad, and if any of the Garage fam are mad about this, then they're not true football fans because who wouldn't have wanted to wait one more day to get to talk about this amazing Monday night football game that we just got finished watching?
0: Russell Wilson for MVP?
1: No, and not yet. I'm with you. Christian McCaffrey is still MVP. He ended up getting 29 fantasy points after he started out on a very slow day. Um, and it was scary for a lot of people that spent a lot of money he didn't put up the 40 burger, but he got he got where he he, he needed to be and it was okay so yeah Christian McCaffrey still MVP if Russell Wilson would have thrown a bomb to like Josh Gordon uh, on that last that last drive that they had and they would have scored a touchdown and it like walked away Victors that would have been MVP shit. But I'm not discrediting anything he's done. He's still a very great football player, if not one of the best quarterbacks, if not maybe like the best quarterback this year.
0: Yeah, I mean, my opinion it's either him or Deshaun Watson. So that's my two guys that I'm, you know, been saying should be the MVP this year if they're going to go QB. But it seems like Christian McCaffrey is, the, is my guy right now, just because running backs are a little underappreciated in terms of MVP voting.
1: They are that. They are that for sure. I I will say that uh, I'm still heavy on my Christian McCaffrey. It would be nice to see a running back get the MVP. I don't even know uh, the last time a running back even got the MVP award. It's been forever. Um, I don't even know. It, It had to have been forever. Yeah, I'm
0: trying to think back. Was it Adrian Peterson?
1: It may have been AP. I remember he was on the cover of Madden 25 at one point. There was, uh, there was, yeah, Adrian Peterson, Emmett Smith has been one, uh, LT, Sean Alexander. There's a name you haven't heard in a long time. Holy shit. He was the man, dude. Sean Alexander, Seattle Seahawks. Yeah, Terrell Davis, Marcus Allen, Marshall Falk, Walter Payton, Jim Brown, Thurman Thomas. Whoa. They Christian McCaffrey would be joining. Here's another, um, Here's another cool take. Um, look at looking back. I'm looking back right now at, at all these these running backs that have won MVP, um, most valuable players. There's some old guys I've never even heard of. Bill Dudley, the Virginia Cavaliers. What the fuck? I don't even know, man. This is weird. Jim Taylor, Green Bay Packers. Larry Brown, Earl Campbell. So many. Google it. I could literally sit here and name these names off, but it wouldn't get us anywhere because we got to talk about this game and the defense that was played. If you didn't have the defenses in tonight's game, if you played uh, showdown mode on DraftKings, you were fucked. And if you didn't have Debo Samuel, you were also fucked. Those were your three heavy hitters in DFS tonight. Um, also, a sneaky, another sneaky DFS play was uh, the tight end, for Seattle,
0: oh, Hollister he used to Weird. be on the Patriots team, and then they got cut, and now he's doing well for the Seahawks in that um, Will Disley role. Because I don't think Luke Wilson was the answer, and then I know Luke he got Wilson banged got, up tonight.
1: Got hurt, yeah, he got hurt tonight. So yeah, so you got. But he scored guys. last
0: week too, man. So that's 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 two weeks in a row now. He's have seen a Hollister TD.
1: Pretty it's just crazy. It's it's a good tight end year for for the Seahawks. Good tight end year everywhere. It's all every year is a good tight end year. I don't care what anybody says.
0: Isn't it weird that um, Jimmy Graham couldn't do very well at Seattle, but we're seeing all these other guys do well at Seattle? Yeah,
1: it doesn't make much sense. I know for me personally, like, I would have loved to have seen, like, him continue along with his things that he's doing, but you're just not going to see that. It's just not something that's going to happen, and it's not something that, that you can bank on at this point. His days are done, and they're over. And now it's time for Janu Smith to, to come along and, and reign supreme as the tight end of the future. Janu, John. Janu, Love the guy. But, yeah, uh, a big big loss tonight. How, how, would, how would this game have changed if George Kittle would have been playing? Man, it's hard not to say that they would have
0: – 49ers would have won, right? I mean, there was very little production out of – I was looking forward to watching him play Jwelly. And uh, I think he had two catches, maybe three. Um, but when the yeah, it, not good. I will say this: the so the reason why I say they would have won with Kittle is because they lost Emmanuel Sanders, and that's when it
1: became evident that they just couldn't move the ball as well. I think you got to have one of those two guys out there. I think for me, that was like the biggest blow of the night was losing Emmanuel. I had him in probably about sixty to seventy percent of my lineups, which sucked. Um, and so, I mean, I know I wasn't the only one. I'm sure a lot of people played him. I don't even really know what the percentage that he was played. <clears throat> I'm trying to look at it now. But, yeah, him leaving you with four points in your DFS lineups is not the kind of night that you want to have, especially knowing just, you know, what he's been doing for that team and what he's going going to continue, hopefully, to do for the 49ers. And even though the, the Niners got served up their first loss, you know, it's they, they're still – still highly in contention for this thing. I still think that they're going to end up making the uh the play. the on the, We know they're probably going to end up making the playoffs for sure. I think that they're going to be able to lock up the division. Um, some people are going to say it's going to be a little bit closer now. But I still think the 49ers will reign supreme. I, I don't think that they're going to let this loss get to them too bad. They just – they got a hell of a defense, man. When you got a defense like that, <clears throat> I mean, you just you, – you can't go wrong.
0: Yeah, one thing I wanted to point out, Chase, is that it seems like the running game has really slowed down for the Niners. And it's what's strange about it is they just got their two tackles started, their two starting tackles back tonight, and then they got their fullback back as well. So I was expecting big things from Coleman and Brita. Jeswick. Yeah. And neither one of them performed. They even went to their third guy and Mostert towards the end of the game because he was appeared to have the best day. Um, but yeah, I was really shocked to see. The running game not be there for the 49ers. And then if Emmanuel Sanders is going to miss extended time, maybe maybe there is a little bit of cause for concern. But the Seahawks and 49ers would really have to blow it to not both make the playoffs. One is the as the as the first wild card team and the other is the division winner. So
1: yeah, the Rams,
0: the Rams are in big trouble.
1: Big time. Very big, especially after the game they had this week. And we're going to get into the uh the Sunday slate recap here very shortly but um we're definitely gonna be talking about that that was a that was a rocky road really rocky road for those rams this this sunday can't wait to talk about it (laughs) gotta gotta get into uh just you bring up one little topic here before uh again great game amazing amazing game uh, for monday night just what if not if not the best Monday night football game I think we've had so far. And I may be, I may be saying that just because of, you know, some recency bias, but um, I can't really think back to another great Monday night football game that I've watched so far this year.
0: Yeah, it wasn't necessarily the high-flying um, offensive game, but we saw two good defenses make some timely plays. Um, offenses were just sloppy, man. I think there was, what,
1: four turnovers combined? between uh between the teams and yeah yeah it was But i mean for the people that started both defenses and dfs that's what you, i don't know i kind of just expected it. i expected it to be a, a big defensive bout i didn't think that there was going to be a whole lot of of high flying action either way because like i just like you know with a divisional you know game like this they, they're going to be on their toes so it just it it worked out wow. in a certain way i just wish that i could have had more of a uh I don't know. I wish I could have had more, more, more Debo. Yeah, I got to fact check myself real quick. So
0: there were seven turnovers. That's unbelievable.
1: Seven. Yeah, yeah I didn't keep count. I was just yeah. watching exciting things happen, and also, um, <clears throat> also just watching Kyle Shanahan's face at the end of that game, knowing that he's going straight home to just destroy all of the drywall in his house. Shout out to Kyle's everywhere. Keep destroying that drywall and and drinking those Monster Energy drinks. The world wouldn't be the same without you, Kyle's. <laughs> so
0: hey, I have a question. Does Robbie Gold lose his job if uh, Old Boy ties the game and then hits the game winner right after?
1: Uh, probably not. Shout out to the clock.
0: I love Robbie Gold. I would hate for him to lose his job, but it would have been hard to sit that guy down after a clutch. You know, he made the, he made the game tying field goal, and then he just shanked the game winner. So would have yeah. been interesting to see how that played out.
1: I don't think they would have continued him into like next year. Is the I, clock I drunk. Dude, the clock is early because we are late. (laughs) That's the clock. The clock's
0: drunk. It uh, it went off early and it went on longer.
1: Yeah, it was. Well, that's that's also because it is midnight, um, where we are in Central Time Zone right now. So I don't know what you're giving that thing. The things we do for this garage fam, we love you guys. Who else is staying like a pet? Um. Sometimes I'll like feed it batteries and things like that. It tends to like those. I tried to give it Duracells one time, and it like basically just like uh, projectile vomited like uh, like gears. So I tend to use more Energizer uh, batteries these days. It it does enjoy some Energizer batteries. So if anybody wants to donate um, batteries to the clock to keep the clock going. You can, uh, you can just shoot us a DM, let us know that you are willing to donate Energizer AA batteries because you love the clock, and the clock loves you. So donate Energizer AA batteries today. And you can DM me or Drew or the Garage Guys, Fantasy Sports uh, social media pages, uh, anywhere, Instagram, Twitter, and we will be more than happy to accept the Energizer batteries that the clock eats. Go do it. All right, that's right. Yes, exactly. So before we get into all of Sunday's games, got to tell a little quick story about Sunday. So um, I am officially, officially, official, officially done with gambling until Mercury is out of the Retro Microwave. Please explain. So um, I did a live stream on Twitter last night when I thought that we were going to be doing the show until we found out the flight got delayed, things like that happened, which sucks, but it's life. Um, And we got to do this tonight, which was even better. But I did a live stream while I was preparing to get everything ready during the uh, Cowboys uh, intentional fuck up game. And I was talking about, you know, explaining mercury retrograde but i like to say mercury's in the retro microwave it just sounds better um and so basically it's this thing going on right now where mercury is like like revolving backwards or it's like lining up in a weird way and it's like they say that like you're not supposed to like make big financial decisions or do anything out of the norm in this period of time Um, and we've already i've already talked about Mercury retrograde, I think two weeks ago on the show. Um, But now I really believe it. So I didn't really believe it before. I thought it was just kind of funny. You know, I made a ha ha on it, shit like that. Now I'm like, okay, like I'm fucking done. So basically it was Mercury will be in retrograde from October 31st to November 20th. So we have literally um, eight more days well seven now. So I just more quit days. DFS. I mean how are you doing okay? No, I didn't have a good weekend. Yeah, we 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 should probably skip week eleven. Wow. We should, we should probably skip week eleven. We we've got a little bit more time. And that goes for everybody. I don't know how everybody out there's been doing. If if you've been doing really good in DFS or in gambling, you've been winning good money um you probably don't know what mercury retrograde is and, and now that you've listened to this you're probably going to be fucked so you probably shouldn't when
0: did it start did, it, did i get my third place finish with, within that time
1: it started I, I i think so it started on halloween
0: oh well then i had my my big win so we can't this disqualifies yeah, this but, but
1: you didn't but you didn't know about it then okay it's a mental thing Right. So now you already know about it. So now that you know about it, it's just subconsciously there, and now you're fucked and you can't do anything about it. And you're going to, you're going to, wild shit's going to happen. So just beware. Also, uh, it is a great excuse for anything. So, like, if you just fuck up something, you'd be like, oh, Mercury's in in retrograde. Sorry. Um, So I'm probably going to keep talking about it until the 20th and using it for everything that that I possibly can imagine to use it for just because there's only a certain amount of time that you can use it. So there you go. That's what's going on. So I'm not gambling no more because I I got tricked by the universe. So I went into a casino on Sunday and I put $5 bill in a slot machine and I won $100. And I was like, "Oh man, any normal day that happens?" I'm out. Like, I'm leaving the casino.
0: you were feeling like a lucky boy.
1: Yeah, I was just like, and I I forgot Mercury was in retrograde. And so I was like, fuck, yeah. I was like, I just want $100. I was like, all right, cool. I had like an extra $10. And I was like, all right, I'm going to go put this $10 in a machine. And I'm just going to play it. When the $10 is gone, I'm going to get the fuck out of here. So I played the $10 lost all $10 in this one machine that I've been playing for years at this one casino that I go to. Um, shout to the Hollywood casino. Also shout out that you suck because you did your job and you took my money. Um, but I played this one machine and I lost the $10. So I was like, well, I was like, I don't really feel like getting up to break this hundred because this machine's probably going to hit in a minute. So I put that 100 in. I got down to $12 before I realized that that machine was not going to hit. And I was like, "Fuck! I don't spend twelve dollars. So what do we need to do now? Damn, I don't know. Well, I could probably make this hundred dollars back with this other hundred dollars that I got. That didn't work either. So basically, went down two hundred bucks. And I was watching the football. I was watching the Saints game. They had the Saints game on. I was watching the Saints game the whole time it was happening. They were just losing. It was just bad juju. I don't know what happened to me. My brain went into this altered state where like I just didn't have any concept of, of time or financials whatsoever. And I just started pressing a lot of buttons real fast and then nothing came from it. So yeah, fuck gambling. Um, I am not doing that shit until after November 20th. Yeah, it's a
0: brutal, uh, it's a brutal lifestyle, man. You can see the crazy swings left and right. So I don't blame me for uh, taking a seat, you know, taking a back seat for the next few days and then, I'll, I'll, all I ask Chase is that if you start back on the twentieth, you come come out with fire.
1: I've got so. to. <laughs> there's, no, there's no doubt about it. I think that I think that this is going to do me some good. So you know, this weekend is NASCARs at Homestead. I'm still going to have my articles out. I'm still going to write my articles for all of you. Um, well, now now that you know about Mercury retrograde, you can't play. So still going to write my article and have that out. But I think that I'm going to take a complete break from DFS this week and from any sort of gambling whatsoever. And just to kind of reset some things. And then I'm going to come into week 12 of the NFL. NASCAR will be finished. A little teardrop just fell out of my eyeball. Um, NASCAR will be done. And I'm going to come in week 12 swinging like a mofo. And I'm excited and ready for it. Sounds like a plan, Stan. Yep, it's going to be beautiful. So, yeah. Um, Other than that, it's time for the week 10 – Sunday Slate Recap. So, started off, ravens Bengals. sorry, Crazy Earl. Your homie did not live up to expectations. Uh, the Ravens did exactly what everybody thought they would do and completely destroyed the Cincinnati Bengals. Like, like little baby Tiger Cubs, like sw- sw- swept in, swooped down, Big birds swoop down from the sky. Edgar Allan Poe's riding on its back. Starts, like, shooting a gun that just shoots really big words from Merriam-Webster's and just attacks and just killed a bunch of, of Tigers that were almost extinct. Um, I don't know what Zach Taylor is thinking or doing with his life at this point. Um, I think that Andy Dalton should have played that game.
0: I don't know if it would have mattered, but I guess you're right. Um, is it safe to say that the Bengals are the officially the worst team behind the Dolphins and One, the
1: Redskins? 100%. They are They are tanking. They are now tanking. For him to make that move and to see what we saw, they are tanking. There's no doubt about it. Zach Taylor was just like, fuck it. Give me the picks. That was, it was just, dude, but Lamar, man. There are people uh, literally trying to put Lamar – in the uh in the motherfucking MVP chat conversation. Yeah. Yeah, that's happening. I'm not that's surprised. I don't know, man. Like just dirty. Dirty, dirty, dirty times. I'm trying
0: to figure out if the if we're gonna be graced with the beautiful game of the Bengals versus the Redskins and no we're not.
1: Okay. Don't we has has the has rate has the Dolphins Bengals game already happened? No, that still
0: is yet to happen. So we we're gonna Ooh. we're gonna be granted that one. But uh, I wanted to see if we were gonna get the one in the one win Redskins versus the zero win.
1: What Bengals. week? What week is that? Do you know off the top of your head? Don't go out of your way because I'm 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 sitting here in front of a computer. The Bengals versus the Dolphins is December twenty okay. second, the second last so- week. Mercury will be out of retrograde. I might have to play it. <laughs> what if there's a, sl- a slow down slowdown sh- um, slate
0: for that game, and they just give away free money for it being such a bad game?
1: Dude, that's probably what it'll be called. I don't know if you if you if you meant to say slow down slate, but that's exactly what it should be called because it's just like if you're playing that, you better slow the fuck down because that's bad. Yeah, it was a, it was a play on words there. I'm glad you caught that. I appreciate it. I appreciate all of it actually. I thought it was a beautiful thing. But um but no, dude, I don't know. With Ryan Finley at quarterback, I mean, it's just he it wasn't know. any worse than the other guy, Andy Dalton he, so. had, he got I'm sure I'm sure some people played him. He had like 10 fantasy points, but yeah, Tyler Boyd, um he, I think he walked off the field. I want to say that he uh that he might have been a little banged up, but I think I don't think it's anything serious. I can't. Think God, Joe Mixon went off. Kind of yeah, weird. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck that. Mm-mm. Not a fan of it. Not a fan of that guy. Did mm-hmm. he go off? Or am I lying? No. He had like twenty. He he got over the twenty hump. Yeah, for super pro- super cheap on the
0: price tag there.
1: Dude, how much did he cost?
0: It was like 4600 That's how
1: low he is now. Forty seven hundred. Jesus. Yeah, I mean, that would have been a hell of a play right there. Yeah, he came – he came right – he came point ten points under Jacob Hollister from tonight at 3,300. That was a – that was a bargain play right there. <clears> oh, <throat> Jacob Hollister, 20-point-20 fantasy.
0: Play. I can't believe we're still in the Bengals game. We're giving him enough attention. Let's move on.
1: Yeah, I know. I do got to say this, though. We didn't get to talk about waiver wire pickups from, uh, from 49ers Seahawks game tonight. Jacob Hollister – would you agree is most definitely a waiver wire pickup?
0: Yeah, they started moving away from Luke Wilson last game. I think Wilson only played about 20% of snaps, and then we saw Luke Wilson go ahead and get injured today. So that just further confirmed that Hollister's the receiving tight end there, and Wilson pretty much now is just a blocking tight end. Right. So if you believe that Russell Wilson's going to be continue to use his tight end, which it seems like he's going to do. Um,
1: he's invested. He, he's invested in the position.
0: And there's a lot of people out there needing a tight end. You know that just seems to be a common thing right now. Is you're you're you know you're playing T.J. Hawkinson and random guys that aren't producing. So maybe maybe you give Hollister a uh, a shot, but don't expect. Uh, I don't think I don't think you can expect the, the the past two weeks to continue. He might come down to earth a little bit. Hey,
1: but. we we said this. You said the same thing about Will Disley, and I picked him up, and that was going great for me for a little while. So yeah, different talents though. I mean, very true, very true, very true different towns. So yeah, but watch out for Hollister. And then on uh 49ers side of the ball, we saw Emmanuel Sanders uh get hurt tonight, which sucked. We already spoke about that. So if uh Debo Samuel is somehow on your waiver wire, he's most definitely somebody you need to be looking into because he had himself a night. Um wanna say that he ended up scoring. I know that if he like I said, if he was the captain like in any of the showdown slates, you you, you went off, but twenty two point twenty fantasy points on DK, um, had him a total of 112, res- uh, receiving yards and eight receptions. So Debo's definitely gonna be getting some targets. And then Kendrick Bourne was, uh, I think he scored uh one touchdown, maybe two, but I think he ended up with about 16 fantasy points. And, um, didn't he have, didn't you say he had a drop?
0: Yeah, he's been a, I've been a big fan of his for a while, just watching him play. He seems to have always done well in, in situations, but he did have a bad drop overall. He was, um, a big factor, though, in the 49ers moving the ball. So, he finds a way to get open. And if you are in a deep league and you have the roster spot and need a receiver, maybe give him a look. But just understand that they have so many guys that are all average there. I mean, they have Pettis, who seems to be a bust. They have yeah, one who seems to be a bust. Um, seems like Samuel and Bourne are actually getting looks before those guys, strangely right. enough.
1: <clears throat> so, be on the lookout for those guys. But, yeah, um, moving in to uh, the next game, again, just love everything that we saw out of uh, the Ravens. Shout-out Lamar Jackson. Shout-out Mark Andrews. Continue doing what you're doing. Um, Mark Ingram I don't think had the best day. But who cares? 49-13 Ravens. The Bills and the Browns. The Browns actually did it. They won this game. The game that everybody was saying that they needed to win. They found a way to come through. Uh, Josh Allen still produced like a motherfucker, which was dope. So, the fantasy points were there. but uh, And then Baker had like 17 fantasy points, I think, which was still pretty garb. But they found a way to win this game. And we saw Kareem Hunt reenter the league and put up 14 fantasy points. And I actually played him in some DraftKings this weekend. So, I was happy to see that they are going to be using Kareem Hunt. And obviously, he is going to be a part of this game plan. Now, we just have to sit back and wonder – are we going to see things change for the Browns?
0: If the Browns are going to do it, now's the time. Obviously, coming off this home win, and then they come come back to the Steelers next week at Cleveland. So, that should be a game they're favored in, even though the Steelers have been kind of a, a tough out these days. So, um, Browns have to win next week to go to four and six and keep their chances alive for the playoffs.
1: Big time, dude. I I feel that hundred percent, and I'm with you on that. And I do. I think that they can do it, man. We obviously have saw after after this week, okay. And it's not even. It, it's just kind of a trend that we've been seeing. And I made this call early in the year, and it's finally paying some dividends. Jarvis Landry is that dude. Twenty four fantasy points against the Bills uh, defense, and I'm. I mean, I, I get it. it's the Bills defense. They're they're a little bit better against the run than they are the pass, whatever, but. 24 points, man. Dude had 90, 97 receiving yards, nine receptions. He had a touchdown. Um, it, it just – Odell is it, – it's just not – it's not working. I don't know. Like, I I I, I felt like it was just going to be more defenses were going to be keeping their, you know, closer tabs on him, and that was going to open the door up for Jarvis. Um, Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt being a duo. Um, 17 for Nick and, and 14 for Kareem. I mean, it's just if they can keep that kind of momentum in their run game up, I think that that's that's what they got to focus on at this point is that run game. They got to keep running the rock. They can keep running the rock, and then Jarvis can keep doing what he's doing. They're gonna be fine. Baker Mayfield, nothing but a, uh, a QB two at best at this point, and he's been that. So that's there. And and weirdly enough, on the other side of the ball there with the Bills, the Josh having twenty five fantasy points was. Uh, was the focal point of that offense. And I think the only other high scoring player was John Brown with 12 fantasy points. So Josh Allen just continues to, to, to do that in these type of situations and these types of games. So Josh is definitely just one of those uh, quarterback high floor. <clears throat> yeah.
0: Man, uh, I'll, I'll say this real quick, Chase. So the wild card for the AFC, there's a lot of five and four teams sitting there and here's the schedule for the Browns. Steelers, Dolphins, Steelers, Bengals, Cardinals. That's the next
1: five. Dude, they they they, they have to. Like, if they don't – if they can't get past those guys, like, they're fucked. Like, and they, they are gonna be, they're going to be – they're probably going to be cursed for another ten years if they can't win out this season.
0: Yeah, they got the Ravens after that and the Bengals again. So, they got the Bengals and Dolphins – the Bengals and Steelers twice – and they have the Dolphins in there, so you got to take care of business. Probably going to have to have some help from the other standings, but the fact that the Colts, the Raiders, and the Steelers are all sitting at five and four, um, we could easily be sitting here two or three weeks from now recording a podcast and see the the uh, Browns right there with those teams. So
1: yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like if they're going to do it, it has to be now. And then everybody that made their jokes about how haha they they might end up seeking to a wild card. So, it could happen if they win out, but they got to win out. Baker Mayfield, get your shit together. Freddie Kitchens, get your shit together. Um, You're you saying that they're going to have the Lions coming up. That's the next game I want to talk about, Detroit-Chicago. Chicago getting the victory at home 20-13, to 13, mostly in part to Matthew Stafford, basically getting the worst possible news of all time. It seems like the Lions really fucked some people on the waiver wire. Um, this, this is a couple weeks ago. Ty Johnson got a concussion in this game. The guy I spent a lot of my fab money on. Uh, Matt Stafford was was heavily picked up. Uh, a lot of people spent a lot of fab money on him. And now he's probably going to miss the entire season because of a spine injury that he's got or a fracture in his back. And didn't he play an entire season with a fractured back and didn't say shit to anybody? I think last year or a year before last.
0: Yeah, he's notorious for playing
1: through injuries. So it looks like they finally didn't let him do that. He's like Shatid. He's a machine. So yeah, I don't know, but yeah, it's done. Jeff Driscoll. He ended up having like nineteen fantasy points. I actually played Jeff Driscoll in the lineup. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. Um, it I just played... adds
0: to the Lions' frustrating year, then. And they've had some very winnable games. They've gotten screwed by the refs a few times, and now, I mean, safe to say that that game's probably played a little differently with Stafford in there.
1: Oh, big time! Um, but so. but it it woke something up in Mitchell Trubisky. He had 19 fantasy points. Um, Tariq Cohen was the high scorer in running, just like I predicted, called it. I thought David Montgomery was going to have a better day, but Tariq ended up with 13 fantasy points. Allen Robinson with 14. Taylor Gabriel right behind him with 13. So they're uh, they, they're they're making they they made some shit happen against a pretty decent Lions defense. But um, they, here's the big thing. Okay, Ty Johnson two two point nine fantasy points. We all knew this was happening. It turns out J.D. McKissick was the guy you should have went after all along. He had 11.5 fantasy points. It seems like he's going to be the one that they're going to be using. Um, but just not a uh, not a big scoring day, and and that could have been said very easily just because after we all heard about what was happening, I'm sure a lot of people pulled Kenny Galladay and Marvin Jones out of their lineups. But uh, Kenny ended up having 14 fantasy points. Marvin had about 12. So it was just uh, – I don't know, now at this point, you've got a lot of decisions to make. You've got to figure some shit out if you've got those guys because it honestly is probably not going to work out. We're probably not going to be seeing Stafford come back. I mean, do you you think there's any chance in hell that we see him come back this season?
0: Absolutely. Yeah.
1: So you you think so, even with a fractured back?
0: Yeah, that dude's crazy. I think he'll come back and play next week if he's um, a little bit better.
1: But with the cat being out of the bag in the season, like you can't think that doctors would advise for him to be playing with a fractured back.
0: Yeah, I don't know, man. I'm just basing on what we've seen with Stafford. He's uh, He's been a limited limited participant at practice. He's considered day-to-day by Patricia. So I'm not uh, – I think if he's good enough to play, he's going to keep going just based on prior history.
1: I'm going to piss off Lions fans by saying this. If he plays and continues playing when he has injuries like this – we're going to watch a game one Sunday where we see him end his entire career and become paralyzed and roll around like Christopher Reeves. Mm, that's harsh. Yeah, it don't, is. Don't do that
0: to Stafford. We love Stafford on this podcast. I, lo-
1: I love him too. I mean, I do. But it's just like don't you, you don't be stupid. Like you just don't be stupid. And, and I, that's just me. Co- that's coming from the heart, man. Like it is. Like that's just coming from like just a total just like respect and care. Like I get it. Your team's not going to make the playoffs. Um, you're not in contending for a Super Bowl. And even if you were, if I had a fractured back, you're not going to see me out there. I'm not taking that that risk, especially now the whole fucking league knows. Like, you know, you got – I know Vontez Burfitt's not playing right now, but who knows who the next Vontez Burfitt's going to be and if he's going to be playing against that team. And then, I, and then he knows how his back is and he just comes and kabam bam, and just – there you go. Now you're selling life insurance on commercials.
0: Yeah, I'm just going with my gut, man. My gut says he's going to play until they're ruled out. I mean, technically, they're still in contention for the wild card, even though they have to really get going here. Um, But they only have five losses, so technically they'll finish the season out with maybe one more loss they could sneak in. But in the NFC, I doubt it.
1: Well, I mean, at the end of the day, it is a hot topic, Patricia, we're talking about. So never really know. Yeah, you're doubting Stafford's toughness. I mean I know he's tough, but I'm just like, I don't care how tough you are if your backs i, I could i I don't want to stay hung up on this too long but yeah. if your back's fucked up, don't play don't be stupid um next game Giants Jets ended up actually being a pretty decent fantasy game um Darius Slayton with uh be being one of the big boys being one of the top boys scoring love it amazing you, your guy your number one yeah athlete. i've been
0: i've been high on slayton he was really one of the only good things i had going for me on dfs this sunday uh definitely came back down to earth after my my big week nine um mainly just got screwed by Devin devin singletary um but it, it was great to see um slayton man great to see him balling out it looks 37
1: like 37 fantasy points
0: i don't think it's going away either
1: no And he is most definitely somebody you have to pick up on the waiver wire at this point. Um, He's definitely somebody you want to go after, especially like, I mean, this is your golden ticket right here. If you're having wide receiver woes, get this man's. He is easily shown that he's one of the, if not the favorite target of Daniel Jones. Yep. I love it.
0: I do. Hey, I do want to circle back real quick. Just get your, your take on if you do have Stafford and, He's your starter, and he's going to be out for the rest of the season or extended time. Do you pick up Derek Carr with the easy schedule coming up, or do you pick up Daniel Jones?
1: You have to pick up Derek Carr. Mm. Um, I like that. the like it's, it's, it's the schedule, man. It's just the schedule. Darren Waller's production may have dipped a little bit, but it's not going to dip for long. He's still going to be having those great games. I think that Derek's still going to be relying on him. We're seeing Hunter Renfro coming to the mix. He's he's out there. He's making some shit happen. Um, I, I don't know, and, and we'll, we can we can talk a little bit about that and and just like what he's doing and how he's doing. But it's uh, you know I, it's ever since I let him go, he's just he's doing well for other people. So I just you know sometimes. You gotta let things that you love go, and if they love you a lot, they'll come back. And he came back, but he just didn't come back to me. So,
0: I hear you. Just I just want to get your take, cause there could be some listeners out there that have Stafford starting and need some, some QBs.
1: Yeah, I'm playing my violin, but yeah, I like him. So obviously, you like Daniel. No, I like, I like, I actually
0: prefer Carr for the first three weeks here, but we got Daniel Jones on a buy, and then he. Why not Chicago. just get both of them? Yeah, you can do that. I think you can wait, though, on Jones. He's got a bye, and then he's got Chicago. So, you're probably not starting him there. Right. Maybe you can pick him up during that week, during week 12. And then he has Green Bay and Philly and Miami and Washington. So, that's pretty nice. Yeah. Uh, I don't know, man. Like you said, go and get both if you have the roster
1: spots. Yeah, you got to because, I mean, you can you figure it out. But then you have a tough choice. So, I don't know. We'll pray for you if, if you have Stafford. I'll accept for you because we're in contention.
0: i have stafford in like three leagues i'm actually
1: not in contention you you are and i'm not in the pro league so i'll bring it home for us r.i.p um sam darnold is not seeing ghosts anymore 21 fantasy points had 230 passing yards touchdown he ran that touchdown in i believe um don't be fooled.
0: he's still gonna see ghosts soon again
1: passing and running oh i mean their schedule is probably not gonna get any easier i mean adam Gase is the ghost uh Le'Veon Bell, 16 fantasy points. Fuck you. Um Jamison Crowder, 19. Demarius, 14. Demarius Thomas is making a name, dude. He's like, he's like, I might be old, but I'm still around and I'm still relevant. And um one more thing I gotta say though, before I turn it over to you on this. Chris Herndon is the biggest disappointment of the season for me. I was so excited to see him get back in after a pretty good rookie season that he had, and the entire season is basically now just pissed away. RIP, Chris Herndon. Uh, we'll miss you.
0: Yeah, I echo that. Um, I actually used a roster spot on him in one of my main leagues, and been ever since he got back from suspension, he's been injured, and I had him just sitting there on my roster hoping he would come back, and um, I'm with you on it being one of the biggest disappointments. Um, In terms of the rest of this game, I want to say that if you believe in Darnold, throw him in your QB mix if you need a QB, just because they have Washington, Oakland, Cincinnati, Miami. Um, Seems like he's dead set on throwing to Crowder and Thomas and not really Robbie Anderson. So that's interesting. I do want to back up to the Giants and say what in the world is going on with, Saquon Barkley, one rushing
1: yard. Yeah, I'm upset. I'm upset. He finished the day with eight fantasy points. We saw Wayne Gallman come into the game. Um, and and it sucks. I traded I traded away Deshaun Watson and um trade away Deshaun Watson and Montgomery, David Montgomery for Allen Robinson and Saquon Barkley. And it wasn't a bad trade for me, but just because of what I was getting and the value I was getting. But seeing him come back and it's just like I don't know. Saquon is just having a sophomore slump from hell.
0: Yeah, and I think this is larger to do with the O line. If you watched, um, he had 13 carries, and I don't know if there was. I think we had one carry where he was contact was made after the line of scrimmage. So the dude's not getting any help, but he seems to have all these nagging injuries. You kind of called it at the beginning of the year that you thought he would be injured this season, mm-hmm. and he'd uh, be the one. Here we are, but this is kind of a pro to Daniel Jones if you wanted one because their line is so bad that they're, they, they're feeling like they have to throw the ball.
1: Yeah, so. Daniel Jones took his talent and reappropriated it to fit his needs. That's my take. That's my hot take. Daniel Jones uh, visited uh, Moron Mountain in Space Jam. He went back in time to 1996, uh, and he – found the magical basketball and he made Saquon touch it and now he's got all his talent and he's getting his fantasy points too so hot take alert that's what's happening here
0: yeah and I will go ahead and say this Chase I mentioned it before the podcast but if for some reason if they um the Giants are coming off a bye week 11 if they come out Chicago and lose that game watch out for them to just kind of put Saquon on the on the sideline and protect mm-hmm. their asset, and they'll be two and nine. So, you're and saying you, pick up Wayne Gallman. If you are running back desperate and you don't need that roster spot, pick up Wayne Gallman and just let him sit there.
1: Wayne's World. Wayne's World. Party time. Excellent. woo 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 Party. Jets win, 34-27. Crazy world. Uh Next game, Chiefs. Titans so I've been itching waiting to talk about this I didn't say a word to you about it while we were uh prepping to do the show uh because I was gonna wait to do it live I was right about Ryan Tannehill and you were not right about Ryan Tannehill and Titans are for real with Ryan Tannehill so how does that make you feel Buster? I'm still not a believer Dude, how, how? How are you not a believer? Tennessee beat the Chiefs. I understand that, yeah, it was Patrick Tennessee always beats Andy Reid. Dude, 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 Ryan Tannehill, bro.
0: I mean, I respect what he's doing, but I'm not going to sit here and say that, like, the Titans are going to go, like, make a playoff run.
1: Did you see that picture on Twitter? where one of the Titans players was holding up, like, a fucking JBL Bluetooth audio speaker, but it was, like, enlarged, like, times 100. Like, it was, like, for a giant's hand. It's on my Twitter page. Yeah, it was insane. But, yeah, Derrick Henry had the game I knew he would have. I was excited about it. 36 fantasy points. Got to love it. Love seeing Derrick Henry do his damn thing. Somebody tweeted out, I have yet to see somebody try to get – somebody to bring Derrick Henry down from behind, and I have another hot take of why you haven't seen that. It's because nobody wants to touch the turd that hangs out of the back of his helmet. They're all afraid of it. Um, I know that I personally would not want to touch a stick of doo-doo hanging out of somebody's uh, helmet. So that's why you have not seen Derrick Henry taken down from behind. Nobody wants to touch the poop.
0: Yeah, Derrick Henry is the one that deserves all the credit here in this game. Uh, Tannehill is 13 of 19 for 181 yards, two touchdowns. Better than Marcus Mariota. I want to give props to him, but we also bashed the Chiefs defense on this podcast. And we've always said that this team runs through Derrick Henry, and that's the reason why this team won the game.
1: Do you think um, Mike, Mike Rabel gets his head out of his ass and he starts running him more?
0: He should. That's the only chance they have. And and their schedule is not looking good coming up. Jacksonville, Indianapolis, Oakland, Houston, New Orleans, Houston. So they need to win. They need to keep this going because it's going to get ugly towards the end of the season. Um, And I'll go ahead and say this, since you're you're calling me out on my Titans, man. I've been waiting to talk to you about the Falcons. Um,
1: You should Yep, can't wait. (laughs) (laughs) We have Patrick Mahomes, 32 fantasy points A lot of people thought that he may have uh, Dipped in production, but he's he's Patrick Mahomes, and uh, he did his thing 32 fantasy points there Damian Williams, running back, 14.90 We still got LaShawn McCoy Not playing, so Damian Is picking up the slack where it needs to be picked up Gotta love that, that Tyreek Hill Man, 36 fantasy points There, doing his damn thing and uh Miko Hardman is kind of trailing to be that that second guy now. Sammy Watkins is kind of taking a back seat after uh after What's happened to that guy, man? He he's it's falling Sammy, off. It's right Sammy it's it's Sammy Watkins, bro. He always falls off. He's been falling off since he played for the Bills, bro. I
0: understand, but this year's the craziest one yet just with all the opportunity and
1: Yeah, how he started in like week 1 where he had like what 40 fantasy points. Yeah. I don't yeah. know, it's just uh it's is what it is, dude. He's Sammy Watkins. He'll never be nothing more or nothing less. He is Sammy Watkins, and you can literally just say that name to describe anything mediocre, and that has, like, flash glimpses of greatness. Travis Kelsey's getting back in the mix. Love that shit, 20 fantasy points. Uh, just took a little bit longer than expected. Hopefully that maintains. But uh, uh, overall, it was. it's always awesome to watch the Titans win. I don't know why I enjoy that team, but I just do. It might be their their uniforms and how they remind me of the Disney movie Hercules. Have you ever seen Hercules?
0: I have seen Hercules. Remember
1: the McDonald's plates? Uh, No. Nope. They had McDonald's Hercules plates. If anybody's listening to this and has McDonald's Hercules plates, send pictures because you're a real OG and I appreciate you. Cardinals Buccaneers was amazing. And I'm pissed off because I didn't play any Christian Kirk.
0: Yeah, he went off. He was the spotlight of my uh, Patreon content. Um, Unfortunately, I played Drew Brees with him, so that was not good.
1: Yeah, rough day there.
0: Yeah, rough day. I had uh, two duds in my lineup, and you can't ever come that in cash. So, Drew Brees and Devin Singletary (laughs) for my week 10.
1: Yeah, it was poo-poo of you guys. But, yeah, uh, Christian Kirk, number one fantasy asset of the week, 40 fantasy points um monster shit absolute monster shit um dude had 138 receiving yards three touchdowns six receptions um just a beautiful day like he's he's the he's the new young larry Fitzgerald
0: of that team yeah i can get behind that i'm a huge fan of kirk and just love watching him he's explosive gets open quick um Definitely think that the things are headed in the right way for the Cardinals.
1: Got to love it. And like I said, Larry didn't have that bad of a day either. He had like 15 fantasy points, but still not as good as Christian Kirk. Um, David Johnson owners that actually played David Johnson last week uh, tweeted out that you deserve everything that could go wrong to happen to you. He had one fantasy point. That man needs to just be dropped. Um, I don't give a shit if he even produces later on. It's just probably not going to happen at this point. I think that they're about to start leaning a lot more heavily on just Kyler and him passing the ball and him getting around that way. This entire team is about to change. This is not the same Arizona Cardinals, and this team will continue to progressively change. I think that they want to be more of a passing. They're trying to get a little bit more away from the run. That's just Cliff Kingsbury. That may be me being absolutely stupid saying that. I really don't know. That's how I feel about it.
0: Uh I wouldn't go that far. I mean, you're not starting him. I told people not to start him this week, and they, they didn't listen to me.
1: Nobody um, will. It's David Johnson.
0: Yeah, I think you do need to put him on the bench, though. I think you wait and see how it plays out um, if something happens to Drake. Or... The thing is, this is going to get more confusing when, Edm- when Edmonds gets back because I think they're going to use Edmonds and Drake and David
1: Johnson, which is just wild. I don't like that. That's why I'm saying. I'm, don't play I'm, any of them. I'm now. avoiding Arizona's running backs. Avoid yeah. the running game. One run game I'm not going to be avoiding any longer is the Bucks. Ronald Jones seems to be doing the damn thing. Um, and I get that, yeah, it's the Cardinals' defense, whatever. 23 fantasy points for Rojo. He's out producing Peyton Barber now. Peyton Barber's probably about to be the, uh, the, the second man in charge. He, I think he's you know, going to be the third. You think so?
0: They're they're using the guy. Obam
1: Bawali is gonna is gonna take over Barber? He had Go like five look. fantasy points this week.
0: He's he's the guy they're using on passing downs.
1: Yeah, receiving yards, twenty-four receiving yards. To see that. Three targets, three receptions, caught all the he's, targets.
0: He's the clear um hmm. like third down back, whereas Jones is your guy you bring in just to kind of if you're running your traditional offense and you want to give Ronald Jones a breather, you go with him. But I want to bring up a point here. You know how we said we were going to stop listening to like what coaches say. Yeah. So Mm -hmm. I decided last minute on my main lineup that I used for cash to move off of Rojo because I was like, man, they're going to still use Peyton Barber 50% of the time. They're not going to do what Bruce Arians said and make Rojo the guy. And I moved to Devin Singletary. Yeah. That was not, not good.
1: No, so what, we, what did we learn? Bruce Arians is a man of his word. There you go. Except um, he's probably not going to be able to revive Jameis from throwing no. interceptions and fumbling. Two interceptions, one fumble. This is the only man I know that can get over 20 fantasy points weekly with, intercept, with more than one interception and fumbles. <laughs> like this guy, the stat lines that he puts up are r- ridiculous. Agreed. They're ridiculous. But hey, well,
0: one more comment about, about um, Ogunbowale. They're going to be playing the Saints next week, and the Saints are going to be pissed off. So, Ogunbowale is a borderline flex play because I'm expecting the Saints to get up 14, 21 points. And oh, yeah, dude. They're going to be playing catch up.
1: They're going to take all of
0: that aggression out. On Can you get behind my flex play, my Ogunbowale flex play? Uh,
1: it's, uh, it's definitely sneaky. But um, I, I, will, I will stand strong. However, I will not be playing because Mercury will be in retrograde still. But um, I will get behind it. And I will say that um, if Drew believes, I believe as well.
0: So you're going to live through me this week.
1: Yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to play DFS vicariously through you. Perfect. All right, perfect. Shout out to Tool. That was a great song, Vicarious. Um, O.J. Howard, the fuck, 14 fantasy points. Where'd that come from?
0: Started him, so I'm excited about that. <clears throat> That uh, was played, beautiful,
1: beautiful played play him.
0: Yeah. Um, I always look for these guys to buy low on these guys that everyone let you know, he let everybody down, rightfully so. I don't blame you if you dropped him, um, especially when he got banged up. But if you are one of the many players that don't have a Darren Waller or Travis Kelsey or an automatic or Hunter Henry, um, you know, Ertz, an automatic starter at tight end, then maybe maybe give give the guy a chance. Um as they lose more games, they're going to be playing the younger guys. They're not going to have a reason to play Braid. We know what Braid is at this point in his career.
1: Fuck that guy. That pissed me off. Zero I points. I played him. I thought he was going to be a red zone target. Yeah. really Rojo is that guy now. It's Rojo,
0: OJ Howard, Godwin Evans, and Brate if you want to play the guy that relies heavily. You have to get a touchdown if you play Brate.
1: Right. So. Yeah, that, that's all. That's all it comes down to is touchdown. So, but yeah, as long as Rojo is uh, is in there and doing his damn thing, that that's that's gone now. So, Cameron Brait probably is going to be irrelevant. I'm eating an M&M. I'm hungry. That sounds good. It is. It's so chocolatey and sweet.
0: I gotta okay. go to sleep soon <clears throat> so I don't start eating bad.
1: Yeah, don't do that. I'll do it for you. Um, so I didn't want to talk about this game but we got to talk about it uh i i stand firm by my belief that in order for lsu to beat alabama the falcons had to beat the saints so that's the only reason why this entire game happened how the fuck do you lose 26 to 9 to the falcons yeah i've heard that take from a
0: lot of saint a lot of saints fans saying that um I don't know what happened here. This was one of the things that I just considered to be like a lock. I had them on a teaser bet on our premium package. I had them paired with the Chiefs, and that was not good. So that was one of our losers. Did not think we had to worry about the Saints covering seven points. Thought that was a lock. And
1: I knew it was going to be a high-scoring game. Like, I knew it was going to be a high-scoring game. I just knew it. But it turns out the Falcons were the only ones that, that did that. I I I you know like when the Falcons play the Saints, it doesn't matter how bad the Falcons are, it's gonna be a good game. It's one of the biggest robberies in football. If not It, it wasn't is, even a good game. No. It was my favorite it but it's my favorite robbery, obviously. And I knew like I expected it to be a big game. I played a lineup where it was like instead of me doing the 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 Cardinals Bucks, I did Falcon Saints because I thought it was gonna be one of those type of games. And it just so. wasn't
0: I have to run this by you. You know, I went on a Twitter a Twitter troll rampage for about four days there. Loved um, it.
1: Shouted it out on uh, on Friday's episode.
0: Yeah, I appreciate that. Um, just to give a little backstory, you know, Chase had wanted me to be more active, so I accepted the role of being a troll for a while. Love um, it. You might come back. He might come back. Um, but I almost, after that Saints loss, went back to my tweet about Teddy Bridgewater and Drew Brees. Don't saying, be that guy. I was gonna go back to that and just try to poke the bear on the people that had thought that took me seriously. <laughs> Those
1: um, people pissed me off. I know there are but people that I, really do that. I know you're going to be joking,
0: but there are really people how electric off. would that have been? Uh, like right after the game, after they scored nine points or to like, like I told you, um, Bridgewater should have never been benched.
1: You would have um, had a bunch of pissed off, drunk coonasses coming at you.
0: Yeah, I should have done it. This is on you for not reminding me while I was in Dallas to, to, to get on Twitter and at least just retweet that. Can you imagine if we would have got you to retweet it, the Garage Guys page to retweet it, and then just see what would have happened? I feel like we would have had <clears throat> at least 10, unfo- 10 people to unfollow
1: us. Dude, I probably would have been unfollowed by like a 1,000 people. I'm pretty sure that about a 1,000 of my 3,000 followers that I have are Saints fans.
0: Sounds like I found the perfect prank. I'm going to get on your account somehow and tweet something like Bridgewater should be starting for the system quarterback, Drew Brees.
1: Dude, I will fly up to Nashville, grab a pair of your socks, piss in them, fly back, put them in your fucking dresser drawer, just to come back and not even get to see the reaction of you putting your fucking feet in piss socks if you did that.
0: it's I would be willing to let that happen for the, the price of seeing how many people would just comment and Rage mode. But, all right, enough about me being a troll. Yes, enough
1: about this. This like I'm ready to get this over with. Fuck this.
0: I mean, I gotta be. A, I'm not gonna be a sore loser. Hey, Brian Hill, we gotta talk about that. If Devonta yes. Freeman's missing time,
1: he's a pickup. Brian Hill, 14 fantasy points. Devonta Freeman is probably gonna be out for a while. um If you did have Devonta Freeman, I, I'm sorry, but Brian Hill is obviously somebody's gonna be worth a shot. If he can put up 14 fantasy points against Saints defense no telling what else he can do. Um, do you have a
0: single bit of concern about the Saints before we move on?
1: No, this happens. I mean, it's if That was look, my reaction I, when the Patriots lost. Yeah, I mean, it happens. Like it's it's just it's one of those it's it's like literally like they they're the only team that probably could do it. And uh they did it. The Bucks are another one just when it comes to divisional uh teams that are in the NFC South like the, those are the only teams that can do it. Anybody else we play? I mean, well, obviously the Rams or we're just I don't know. That's just a, a kryptonite that they got to get over. But yeah, I don't know. the The Falcons would definitely. I I knew that the Falcons could have been the team to do it. So, but whatever, doesn't matter. Better to be seven and two than than two and seven. Um, Austin Hooper, eleven fantasy points. I think that he might have a little injury. I'm not sure on that I think I saw something about it but um but yeah definitely got to go pick up Brian Hill that's a must dude now that I'm looking at these stats man it was a pretty fucking awful just game like Julio Jones with 10 points the beauty of it is all the fantasy points came on the Saints side of the ball so we, we do have that at least um not from Drew Brees though Michael Thomas um, Yeah, Michael Thomas, 31 fantasy points. Uh, He was the big boy of the day. And then Jared Cook, just like I predicted, is getting more involved. 13 fantasy points from Jared. If you held on to him for this long, uh, like myself in some leagues, you're going to start seeing Jared Cook pay off. He's going to get more involved in this passing game. Drew Brees is going to find a way to get that ball to him. That's going to be your two top targets. I apologize to everybody for saying that Ted Ginn was going to have a day. Um, I thought Ted Ginn was going to have a day. And he had a uh, half a point day. So I'm very sorry. That's not that bad. I mean, when you when you have a take on
0: Ted Ginn, you know you're accepting either like a three catch and a 90, and 90 yards and touchdown or no catch or one catch. It's just how he plays, how they use him.
1: Um, um, yeah, I
0: guess. But I mean, it, hey, bummer about who the – I, I have to say, for his season, I hope he doesn't. He isn't out. He's having a career year.
1: And as, and as much as I, as I, you know, hate to have to say it, I, I feel you 100%. Like, Austin Hooper is one of those awesome tight ends. Um, shout out to uh, the homie uh, Young, Young Way my, Koo, my favorite kicker in the entire NFL that happens to play for the Falcons. He, he made some kicks. I think, he, I think he was one of the top fantasy scorers for, uh, for the Falcons. Looking at things positively. There you go. Uh Alvin Kamara is back. Latavius Murray is not back. So might want to set your rosters accordingly. I had people ask me, should I play Latavius Murray? Absolutely fucking not. If the um, Bucks beat the Saints next
0: week, it's time for red alert.
1: Stop, Drew. I'm
0: just telling you. If you lose two in a row at home, red it's alert. It's true.
1: It's true. It's very true. Um Let's go to a surprise-woe game. Dolphins-Colts. Dolphins won 16-12. It was a dirty boy game. It wasn't a whole lot of action. It was just a dirty boy game. Should we just avoid all
0: Colts games for, like, fantasy purposes?
1: I think so. Yeah, especially now with Brian Hoyer in. Like, would would, uh, Jacoby Brisket not playing? Yeah, I miss Brisket. I miss Brisket, too. I want to eat some Brisket right now. I'm fucking hungry. Um, Devonta Parker was the one though. Eleven points for Miami. Ryan Fitzpatrick had fourteen. Don't even really want to talk about this game that much. It was pretty shit. Um, just wow. Yeah, if, you're,
0: if you're desperate at running back, go get um Bellage just um, because. Mark Walton suspended.
1: Yeah, so. Mark Walton. Bad news bears. Zach Pascoe let me down, but I have a feeling that that's going to happen a lot with Brian Hoyer playing. Enough of that game. That game sucked dick uh dolphins won two games congratulations let's go to your rams take rams are in trouble pittsburgh wins with mason rudolph 17 to 12 jared Goff six points they brought blake Bortles in at the end of the game um time to hit the panic
0: button absolutely we've been saying it all year there's two qbs i've said they have to have the run game established for them to be good quarterbacks in the nfl it's jared Goff and baker mayfield Every game they get the run game going, or at least halfway decent, those quarterbacks do okay. And the games that they don't, they struggle. And Pittsburgh's got this weird defense thing going ever since the, the Fitzpatrick.
1: Trade. They don't have a weird defense going? They have Minka Fitzpatrick.
0: Well, it's, it's affecting everybody because he's not the only one playing well. Um, I guess everybody slid down one role. He's the alpha. And uh, maybe the alpha that was there is better as the, as the number two guy. So, it's working.
1: Right, still crazy that the Rams defense had 19 fantasy points, though. Um, I still don't like what I'm seeing from Rudolph.
0: I mean, they're just getting there on. I don't even know what they're getting. I mean, I guess Fitzpatrick's
1: the one winning these games. It's yeah, it's defense. That's it. Like Rams have credit Rudolph
0: points. though for keeping him in it. He's not killing <clears> them,
1: <throat> right? No, and James Connor will be back soon, probably too. I think I saw a report where he was practicing. Um, your homie Gerald Everett. I think we had him on the uh, the DFS rankings for week 10. He was one of the guys I definitely saw. I used him in some lineups, and uh, he got some decent production, 14 fantasy points. Can't complain there. Um, so, Everett did it, did his damn job. And we got to talk about that beautiful fat goose egg for Cooper Cup. What happened? I have no idea. Four targets, no catches. Just uh, a lot of people lost to FF pie bet that bet him and – Howard Bender tweeted out, your cup runneth over with pie. (laughs) Like, dude, there were so many videos that came out today. Everybody was just like, Cooper Cup's going to kill it today, bro. Fucking goose egg. Nobody saw that coming. If anybody would have said that Cooper Cup was going to have a shitty game, they were liars. Because even I said Cooper Cup should do good. And I thought Cooper Cup was going to have a great game. Luckily, I didn't bet him on the pie bet. I bet Curtis Samuel. And luckily, Curtis Samuel did better than Mike Evans and Chris Godwin. So I survived. I'm two and zero in the FF Pi Bet. <clears throat> you got to get on the FF Pie Bet train, by the way.
0: I might need to, man. I just got yeah. so much going on between DFS and the the, the premium content.
1: Well, it's pretty cool how it works. Just basically, over the weekend, you're gonna see a tweet on SiriusXM Fantasy Sports Twitter, and <clears throat> I think it's Howard Bender, uh, Finsty, Jim Bowden, and uh, Ari is on there, and those are some guys that you know were, that do work with Fantasy Alarm and uh, just are just host on Sirius XM Fantasy Sports Radio. <laughs> what they do is they pick four wide receivers, and then you respond with hashtag FFPibet. And if, you, if, if the receiver you choose gets more points than one of those four, you're in the clear. If they get less, you have to make a video of you getting pie in the face and send it in. And also $10 is donated to a children's charity. Um, if you have to pie yourself in the face, so you're doing it for a good cause. um So, if any of you listeners want to get involved with it, hit me up. But I just gave you the instructions on how it works, Drew. You got to get on board. Got to get on board with this this Sunday coming up.
0: Yes, Garage Chase.
1: All right, I appreciate you. We're gonna do this. I've been doing. it. I'm two and zero. I'm feeling the energy there. Mercury is not in retrograde with the FF five bet. Um, but yeah, James Washington with 20 fantasy points for the Steelers. That was the big producer of the day, old Washington. So for those of you that got to snag him and played him, good job. Proud of you. Um, continue on your journey through life and waiting for James Conner to come back and to your hearts and your homes. Uh, Carolina Green Bay, I got real nervous. Got real nervous about Christian McCaffrey in this one, dude. Spent a lot of money on him this week. It's one of the first weeks I've actually spent up on the money to play him. It's like playing Kyle Busch every week. He's always going to be expensive. I mean, you never really know what the fuck's going to happen. Um, <clears throat> anyway, ended up, you know, he got about 29 fantasy points and he did his damn thing, proved why he is Christian McCaffrey, proved why he should be the MVP of the NFL. And Aaron Jones had a day, like I predicted as well. 27 fantasy points was not the Jamal Williams day. It was the Aaron Jones day. So I might be moving my uh, – my my feeling digs bet now that that's over with to green bay and determining when it's going to be a jamal williams or an aaron jones day
0: there you go i like it i uh, would appreciate that because i have aaron jones in three three leagues so if you can tell me when to play let's let's be honest i'm playing him every week but
1: yeah exactly you're not going to bench aaron jones it's aaron
0: jones play, i guess it can determine whether you play jamal williams too because like he's a borderline i mean the way they're using him He's getting there on his points almost every week.
1: Yeah. I mean, he had six points this week, so I wouldn't necessarily say he got there. But, um, <laughs> but
0: he, Overall, though, for a backup running back, I mean.
1: Yeah, not too bad. Devontae Adams is back. That was some big news. 21 fantasy points. Came back in a big way. Showed how much that that he was needed. Um, but it sucks because Aaron Rodgers had only 10 fantasy points. So, the fuck, Aaron? You not following through, pal. It's kind of a weird year for old Aaron. Yeah, it's strange times in the neighborhood for sure. Uh, on Carolina side of the ball, we all know that uh, that Cam Newton will probably be a Chicago Bear this time next year. And uh, Kyle Allen had eighteen fantasy points, and DJ Moore definitely is a wide receiver one at this point. He had twenty four fantasy points um, against this Green Bay defense. I still think that that's going to continue. Curtis Samuel had thirteen, and uh, yeah. Greg Olson with 17 fantasy points. So Kyle likes to spread that ball around. DJ Moore got a lot of the love. And uh, DJ Moore should be owned and started pretty much every week at this point.
0: Yeah, the, the Carolina side's really easy to pinpoint. You're looking at Samuel, DJ Moore, Greg Olson, and McCaffrey. Those are your four guys. Um, since you laughed at me about Jamal Williams, I have to go back to that. Um, except for this 6.3 points, here's his last point. Four weeks, 16.9, 18.6, 13.10, 23.6. If you're playing him every week in DFS at his low salary, you're probably happy most weeks. Um, they just refused to use one guy. Like Jamal Williams this week was on the field for 50% of snaps and Aaron Jones went off. So, like, what's it going to take for them to just let Aaron like – I'm with you. I'd rather they just let Aaron Jones be out there. But LaFleur, go ahead and use our line – Lafleur refuses to to use a one man. You know why can't we use this guy like Christian McCaffrey?
1: I don't um, know why. Um, because Matt Lafleur is too busy beating it. I agree, and, and I
0: respect Jamal Williams, but come on, he's not Aaron Jones
1: exactly exactly i don't know i'm like i said i from now on i'm just going to make my call every week on what i think is going to happen and this is going to be way harder than the dig stealing but then again if you really want to get deep with it the dig stealing one's hard to to figure out too so they're all hard i think you are do Godwin's evans i like Godwin's evans yeah but look look what happened this past week it's just with Jameis. it's just no i can't do it and i know you're like well kurt cousins you're probably like well what I just with Jameis, you never fucking know. I, I can't I can't do it with him. He is just notorious for fucking up. So I think I'm gonna move to the run game. I think I'm gotcha. ready to move to the run game. I'm gonna accept like, a little bit more of a challenging challenge. Let's do it. Last game we're gonna cover before we wrap up um was an amazing fantasy game. This was probably the best fantasy game aside from uh the the Bucks and the uh Cardinals. And a lot of the production came on the Cowboys' side of the ball, even though the Cowboys found a way to lose that game in the last two minutes, which was upsetting to watch. But then again, it's funny at the same time. Dak Prescott, 29 fantasy points. I love it. I have Dak. The league that I traded away to Sean Watson to get Saquon, I have Dak. So it worked out pretty nicely, um, making up those points in other areas. Ezekiel Elliott got shut the fuck down. By this Vikings defense, the Vikings defense looked incredible. They looked vigilant, like they were just attacking. They literally looked like Vikings out there. uh shout out to uh to a new homie by the way well we have we have a new athletic friend by the way, drew. I don't think I've told you that, but uh there is a new athlete that that knows who we are um that is looking for us, and I played him in d f s on a showdown uh slate last night in this game. And I, and I tweeted at him today. He liked one of the tweets, but, um, none other than the, uh, I think it's the, the backup, the backup, backup tight end, Tyler Conklin for the Vikings. He has the long hair, actually looks like a Viking. Um, he liked the tweet that I put out saying I would give my right nut for a Tyler Conklin touchdown tonight. He liked it. And I said, I see you fam. And he liked that too. So Tyler Conklin, look out! He could be. Hey, they
0: the, targeted him too in the end Vikings. zone one time.
1: Yeah, yeah. So he got targeted. He just didn't. He just didn't make it happen. And it happens sometimes when you're an actual Viking. It, your life can be tough, you know. Um, but uh, but yeah, Vikings did a hell of a job. But shout out to Amari Cooper, thirty-four fantasy points. Shout out to Randall Cobb. He finally had the game. Twenty-five fantasy points for Randall Cobb. Michael Gallup with seventeen. There's just fantasy production all over the board with Dak Prescott, and I love it. And I think it's going to continue. I don't see it slowing down. They, they they, are a fantasy football team. That's what they are. They're a fantasy football team. I hope they keep playing from behind, and I hope that Dak keeps having to do this every fucking time just to try to save his ass because it is great for fantasy. And I applaud you, and I appreciate you. Thank you, Jerry, for making a fantasy football team. Really not much else to say uh, on the Viking side of the ball other than Dalvin Cook is absolute uh weapon and amazing running back. And I regret everything I said about him in the preseason. Kirk Cousins won him a prime time game. That was big news. And Kyle Rudolph is definitely relevant with Adam Thielen out. So take note, boys and girls.
0: As a Ezekiel Elliott owner, Chase, I'm officially worried. Seems like this uh Kellen Moore is calling plays now while he's very uh, innovative. It's really hurt Zeke's, Zeke's fantasy game. So starting to worry about that. I don't know if it was just the Vikings D um, but we're just not seeing the steady production, the steady carries that we like to see. It seems like they run on first down. That's about it. And then they're looking to pass. So I'm worried about Zeke as well as uh, Saquon Barkley, which are two names that we should not ever really be worried about.
1: Yeah, Dalvin Cook and CMC; those are the new uh, Zeke's and and Barkleys of the world, it seems right now. And hopefully Kamara can get back up there, close to the throne again now that he's back off injury. So <clears throat> a lot of crazy shit going down the running world. But, What's uh, Thielen's timetable, by the way? I don't know, man. I've pretty much forgot
0: about him. Yeah, it's. Um, I also want to give a shout out to, to to Irv Smith, the other tight end there. So I know. Holla. I'll, I know uh, Rudolph is the one that got the touchdowns, but, you know, for the most part. Irv had production. That's right. And Irv's more the guy they're using in, in offensive packages. Rudolph is more of a red zone guy, so <clears throat> just remember that.
1: Yep, it's good to see, and I think that's only going to continue to get better. I actually started him this week in the series SiriusXM uh, Independence Day Invitational. So, I had him and TJ Hawkinson, and I was surprised to see that he actually had points. So, Cool to see that. Hope to see – I had my my two rookie tight ends that I started in a two-tight end league this past weekend. It didn't do too bad. I think I still ended up losing in that league. But, oh, well. Well, actually, you know what? Maybe not because I had Russell Wilson tonight. But then again, yeah, yeah, I definitely lost. Russell Wilson did shit.
0: All right, so – I do have a feeling update real quick. You do? Yeah, so he's – Probably going to play things carefully for week eleven because they have a week twelve bye. So it looks like two more weeks without him. Then he comes back for week thirteen.
1: I say give him three weeks and then come back in week fourteen. I think that that would be better.
0: Yeah, but it is it, he? I mean, they haven't even ruled him out for week eleven. So I don't. I don't know how serious the injury is. But I'm with you. If it's a concern, then you want to keep him healthy.
1: Yeah, because you want. Because like, if you're going to keep playing this way, you're going to want him in the playoffs, and that's the way that I look at it. So. Take note. Got to keep that in check for sure. But that's our show. I hope you guys enjoyed it. As always, we will be back on Friday uh, to get you ready for week 11 with the Sunday Slate Rundown. Um, And we'll be doing our Flashback YouTube Friday and all the other shenanigans that we do week to week on the Garage Guys Fancy Sports Podcast. Right now I want to challenge you to tell at least one person that you know um, to – Check us out and subscribe to us. It, would mean the world to us. it means the world to us. Means the world everything that we do and all the information and 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 just talk that we provide on a week to week basis. So if you know anybody that loves fantasy sports and you wanna you wanna share the love and spread the love, definitely just recommend us to them and we'll appreciate you. And we just love the Garage Fan. Love everything that, that about life. NASCAR coming up this Friday, the last NASCAR race will be on Sunday, Homestead, Miami. We will be talking a little, a little more extensively about NASCAR than normal probably on Friday, maybe about 10 minutes or so. So not too much. Still going to be making the focal point in the NFL for sure. But definitely got to talk a little NASCAR for the last race of the season. Um, go get that second TV out. It's going to be a hell of a race. Phoenix was crazy. Chase Elliott wrecked because Mercury was in the microwave. And um, – just Chase Elliott fans were so sad this week. I don't know if you've got to see much about what went down, but, um, yeah, they were, they were pissed. I think they're all depressed. Just sad times in the neighborhood. But,
0: again – forward to it. I'm going to watch the race for sure this week. Definitely have uh, to.
1: You have to watch this race. This race is a must-watch. It it's like watching the Super Bowl. you got to watch it. Even though Daytona is- –
0: I come out of retirement for DFS? Mm. I think I'm gonna play it. I'm gonna play it like a madman.
1: All right, on Sunday, well, you do it, and I will play vicariously through you. Who am I fucking kidding? I'm probably gonna gamble this weekend.
0: Just, uh, just give me your lineup. Give me, give me five lineups you like. I'm gonna put them in if they
1: win. We celebrate. All right, popping bottles in the ice like a G6. Sports party. Repeat.